The following podcast is provided by Athira Pharma and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders Radio. And we are here um, this week talking with a real theme. And that theme is we're talking all about Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's awareness, um, how we can best um, deal with the impending scenario of this disease and all the things that have happened. And of course, we at Answers for Elders are certainly um, devoted to the cause. And whenever we see opportunities for advancements, this is really what this show is about. It's to help support families out there. And we are so honored today to have up front um, Dr. Khan. And Dr. Khan, um, Dr. Arif Khan is actually the uh, board certified a psychiatrist, and he's the professor of psychiatry for University of Duke University, and but he's also the um, professor of the um, Northwest Clinical Research Center, and a lot of us had may have heard of that organization in Bellevue because they've done so many clinical trials. And Dr. Khan, I really want to welcome you to our show. It's such an honor to have you with us. So thank you for being with us. Thank you for asking me to be here. And uh, I'll give a brief introduction. To yes, that. please do. Yeah, so essentially where Alzheimer's comes from, the word Alzheimer was a pathologist in Germany. 125 years ago, he reported three cases where people had died prematurely, mm-hmm. where young people in their 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. So when I went to medical school in the late 60s, we didn't know what Alzheimer's disease really was. Mm-hmm. because. It's one of those things that's happened with uh, time in the sense that we live longer mm-hmm. and it makes it more susceptible that, mm-hmm. that your brain is not going to stay the same way as it was in your 20s and 30s. It starts to lose its function, lose mm-hmm. its structure. And we used to call it atherosclerotic dementia, trauma, strokes, and all kinds of things. But really, by the 1980s, it was realized that some of the chemical parts of the brain, the yeah. way the nerve cells talk to each other, is at fault. And one of the chemicals that was known as acetylcholine was the one that was thought to be degenerating. Uh-huh. So the early tests were by uh, physicians at UCLA in the 80s to give a drug which enhances acetylcholine action. So those are that's the early drug called Cognax, Cariceps, those class of medication. Uh-huh. So what they do essentially is that they provide an external source of acetylcholine to prevent wow. any degradation that happens. But the disease itself continues to progress. Right. So because of that, this is not a cure by any means. No, obviously. First and foremost thing to understand is that brain is a highly insulated organ by nature the way it is designed. There's no blood in the brain. Mm-hmm. There's only cerebral spinal fluid. There's no way to do an X-ray that actually tells you what happens at the cell level and molecular level. Yeah. And so blood tests and X-rays are really very not very useful. Sure. So all you have to do is go and take a biopsy. And I don't know of anybody who wants to do that. No. But essentially, our knowledge is limited because of that. Yeah. What happened is that, yes. Go ahead. I was just saying, you know, it's fascinating to see, you know, 
how much we know now compared to when I was caring for my own mother who had vascular dementia, but it's still a Alzheimer's is a form of dementia. And most certainly, um, I had an issue with my mom of, you know, we knew even less than we know now, which there's been a lot of progression. And of course, uh, my mother passed away in 2011. So you can imagine in 10 years, we've made a lot of strides, haven't we? Yeah, been, you know, every year we get more and more knowledge yeah. and new ideas are coming through. So yeah. the first thing is to understand why do cells degenerate? Sure. To keep them alive. Right. So either keep them alive or give them enough uh, functional capacity. Right. right. So there have been a number of methods to do it. One is to give large amount of proteins to injections. Mm-hmm. Or you look at the DNA, DNA-like structures to mm-hmm. how the, you know how the brain cells work. Right. And uh, right now we have a company in uh, Seattle called Athera. Uh-huh. They essentially have a new model. What yeah. they do is that they're using chemicals that embryos use. Yeah. And essentially that really allows the brain cells to start to rejuvenate. and come. Yeah. So see, this is a complex protein. Mm-hmm. You have to give it as an injection every day. So, so Dr. Khan, I am interested because... In the state of Washington alone, um, the statistics out by the Alzheimer's Association says that there are currently 120,000 people in Washington state um, being cared for by close to 300,000 unpaid family caregivers. Um, it's a huge segment of, of you know, who actually suffers. And I know that we have a lot more depression here in this state. Um, does I, it makes me think about vitamin D. It makes me think about, you know, what is different? Do you know what's different about this state and why um, we have such a higher um, degree? Depression by itself is not any more common in the Washington state. But what is different is seasonal mood disorder. Meaning seasonal that mood disorder, got it. Seasonal mood disorder. Uh-huh. No incidents in San Diego. Right. No incidents in Portland. <laughs> And very high in uh, something like in Alaska. And we know, and we do know that depression and loneliness can contribute to the escalation of dementia and Alzheimer's. We do know that, correct? Okay. Okay. And the other thing that happens is that for the caregiver, it's very disheartening. For a spouse, spouse who has been there for 40 years, 45 mm-hmm. years, suddenly see the person disintegrate in front of their eyes. Yeah. Extremely traumatic. Yeah. So it's been known now for about 30 years that depression is extremely common right. Right. people who develop uh, Alzheimer's, not the patient themselves, but the caregivers, right. the spouse. Uh-huh. So the care of the spouse is extremely important. So they need to be supported. Mm-hmm. They sure do. Unfortunately, yeah. that's a very important burden that needs to be carried. Yeah. You know, I belong to a Facebook group, and a, a Dementia and Alzheimer's support group, right? There's probably 40,000 caregivers on this group across the country, you know, the world. And it always breaks my heart when somebody posts, my parent was just diagnosed with Alzheimer's and I don't know what to do. I'm overwhelmed. And you see these posts all the time, and it's definitely... Um, 
overwhelming for families. And, you know, we what we try to do, obviously, is be there for the families with with answers and with, with um, you know, resources, just like what Athera has created in the clinical trial that you're participating in. So tell us a little bit about that clinical trial. I know the term for it is ATH1017, but to our listeners, we don't know what that means. So just explain to us what the trial really is. Well, that number is a pure number, drug number, one, right. number or 1017 and different kinds of things. It's essentially a protein that you inject into your skin. Uh-huh. Because this sort of medication, if you take it by mouth, your stomach just simply sure. adjusts it. So you take it as an injection once a day, and it gets into the brain and makes the cells that are degenerating not degenerate as much, ideally grow back. So it stops the disease. That's incredible. That's a, certainly a big step. You know, Certainly a, there's potential evidence for that. So about... Given that the FDA requires very strong evidence in phase three trials, like yeah. the, the vaccines nowadays, so that's what we're doing. We've got to provide okay. sufficient, well-designed, controlled trial to right. really know that it's going to be going to be make a difference. Well, and it it certainly when you think about the ability to regenerate brain cells, that's never happened before, has it? I mean, this is something brand new. Yes. Yes. It's very difficult. Brain, brain cells, as such, don't you know uh, replicate as they don't divide, as we technically mm-hmm. talk. Mm-hmm. So what all that it can do is make the cells grow, the, grow themselves, grow back up to function. There's something sure. the, the neurons contain dendrites and all those type of things. But mm-hmm. I don't want to get too technical. But essentially, it makes the nerves get back to functioning at a like. They know, start waking up, going, "Hey, wait a minute." <laughs> I'm here, right? <laughs> so, so you know, if you have, I, I know that you're looking for um, participants in this clinical study, and we've had a lot of response. We've had a lot of people um, because we've been featuring Athera and the research centers, but the credibility for, for this kind of study with being overseen by the University of Washington and people like you that are at the top of your field, this is an opportunity for families to really get involved in something that could be a huge breakthrough. Um, you're doing a study in primarily the Pacific Northwest. There are some locations elsewhere, it's, you know, but not very many. But we would love to learn a little bit about what the process is really quickly. We have about a minute last in the show. So all you need to do is call us uh-huh. at Research Center. Uh-huh. 24 hours a day. We always have somebody answer the phone. And our website is www.nwcrc.net. That's wonderful. And we're so thrilled for the work that you do. And also to all of our listeners, we've been giving out this information. We also have information on AnswersForElders.com. You can go to Athira, A-T-H-I-R-A, clinicaltrials.com to sign up to find out if your loved one qualifies. There's, there's, there's absolutely no loss to this, everyone, and we want to make sure that we can do what, our part to help eradicate this devastating disease 
for your loved one as well as your family. And Dr. Khan, I am so thrilled to have you on the show. Thank you. And would you come back sometime? We would love to have you talk a little bit more about Alzheimer's in the future. We would love to have you. Yeah, thank you for inviting. I'll be happy to be back. We would love that. And thank you, everyone. The preceding podcast was provided by Athera Pharma and Answers for Elders Radio. For more information about the Alzheimer's clinical trial, go to atheraclinicaltrials.com. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.